Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right, John. This week, we are discussing a topic. A topic? Why uh, is that, Chris? We don't do that many times. We don't. Uh, we're doing that because we are pre recording this. That's right. Um, because you're going to be out of town. That's right. I'm uh, doing the old vacay. Yeah. I'll be doing some uh, some time uh, here at the house yeah. for a little bit there. And then also some time down in the old Orlando area nice. for uh, for a couple days at Disney, some relaxation, some r and It's going to be an amazing time. Nice. So this is one of those things like we haven't... I think both of us haven't taken off vacation time, like uh, like extended like a week or whatever. In like we've done, oh, you know, let's go for an extended weekend or let's do like a couple days here and there. But like we haven't done like an extended dedicated like vacation in a really long time. Yeah, it's it's gonna be pretty glorious. So and you're not running or anything. No, that's what I. That's another thing. Like the the <laughs> last time that I remember doing the extended like a week's long worth of vacation, we were doing the Dopey Challenge. Yeah, and that was like two years ago. So it's yeah. uh so even even before that, like of taking off time without doing a large series of races or anything like that, it's been it's been a while, man. Yeah. Um, so we're discussing, uh, it's going to be a good topic. So don't turn off the podcast. That's, that's right. We don't pick <laughs> boring topics on this podcast. No, no. Um, we're going to be talking about free to play games that's and, right. um, uh, the difference, like we're going to talk about the difference between like Fortnite and something like destiny and yeah. the difference between a free to play game versus, um, a traditionally developed game. And also like I, my, so I don't know if this is, this has happened to anybody else, but like my thoughts on free to play have changed drastically over time. For sure. And so you know, discussing a little bit about how like how all that has uh, has happened and developed, like man, mm. I'm I'm excited to dive into it with. Yeah, you I mean, this. I think there's still like garbage out there. Oh, that, of course. I mean, I even think something like the the new Harry Potter game is um, somewhat like that. I mean, I uh, there's lots of frustrations I have with that game. Yeah. So you know, like it's not like the old stuff has gone away, but like I think. Customer uh, companies have started learning how to do free to play in a model that actually like is pro consumer, which mm-hmm. seems backwards. But uh, we'll talk about that. Yeah, pro consumer, but and doesn't just make money, you know, or whatever. It doesn't just make like short term money or well, something. They're not, yeah, they're just not in it for the cash. Like yeah. they're not. It's not like it's cash grabs. Yeah, but yeah, I'm uh, I'm pumped to dive into that with you, Chris. What have you been up to this week? I'm totally. I mean. You know, I mean, I assume I will have been up to a lot of Fortnite. Yeah, okay. Um, I uh, I have plans at some point to um, finish uh, the latest tomb, Rise of the Tomb Raider. Ooh, um, that's exciting. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm still pretty far at the beginning, but I'm going to try to play a lot of it. That because is exciting. I, I kind of want to – I want to go into this next uh, promo season for – the new Tomb Raider, mm. uh, knowing actually kind of like what's up with the franchise. Yeah, and like so that's the next one on my big my list of like single player games because um, I usually try to keep like a single player game and then a multiplayer game going at a time. Yeah. and uh, and that's the next one on my list of single player games after God of War. Um, and, uh, which is what I've been, I, I actually didn't talk about that last week, completely forgot about it, but I've been playing that a lot and it is still fantastic i also assume i will have been playing a lot of destiny yeah getting back into that that new warmind dlc warmind dlc the uh the vault space is bigger as people are listening to this episode yeah you chris wright will know whether or not it's a uh 
that's a good DLC or not. I will. I mean, and we'll see. We'll find out. And find out in uh, next week or two weeks it, from talk now. About I don't it next know. Week. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. The, oh wait, yes, can I? Yeah, I, don't I will. Know. Yes, I will. You'll be on it that week. Is that's not the solo? No, film solo should be two weeks from now. Okay, okay, okay. From whenever you, they're listening to you, it. can fact check me on that. I'm, I'm gonna check it out. Make sure I'm not spouting some fake news. Um, you are in fact correct. Yes, Deadpool two is next week. What? So that's exciting. Yeah, that's awesome. But uh, we can maybe do a Deadpool 2 slash Destiny Warmind I mean, DLC I, I don't think impressions. I'll have, yeah, I won't have played it enough to review it or anything. Yeah, but just, we, just those impressions. I am going to throw a flag. We need to review a game at some point because we have not reviewed games in a really long time. That's true. I, my thought was originally that I would be done with uh, God of War at this point, And so like a mm. God of War review would be fairly like fairly timely but it's yeah. you know i feel like it's also one of the things it's hard especially with god of war something that's story-based to like not both play it and then review yeah. it's like you gotta spoil the other person well like, that's no like, fun yeah that's the problem like because we don't do this for a living we can't just like buckle down that's right and you know over the course of like five days play yeah. a game to review it or something so that's kind of like where we run into um, the struggle maybe, bus. Maybe we pick uh, picks like some sort of an indie game, like something that's uh, that's, that's you know less than yeah. twenty hours. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and review something like that at some point. But yeah. uh, we'll have to identify. Look forward in the future, Chris. I mean, the, the one game that I think we might be able to do that on is Red Dead. I know. Talk about that last week. So, but Red Dead, I feel like, do you want to really like rush Red Dead? Like, how long? I mean, do it's you, not. Do that it's not that I'm going to rush it. It's that it comes out on a Friday. It's true. I'm going to play it all weekend, and I'm thinking about taking that Monday off. That might be something that I would as, consider. Just as a thing to do. I might consider that as well. I feel like that's a good, like, that that will work out fairly well, I think, for, yeah. for both of us. So maybe Red Dead. Um, earlier, like a few weeks earlier, is Spider-Man, but I still feel like that one's going to yeah, be the same sort I mean, of situation. That's, I mean, the thing is... I'm, I'm not going to, like, take off time in order to finish that No, game. and it's it's like, once Red Dead comes out, I'm sorry, whatever I'm playing at the time, True. going to press pause on it. Peace out, you know, I'm... I'm I think the one that gets uh, more dicey there is the uh, the one that falls right in the middle, which is uh, Rise of or yeah Rise of the Tomb Raider. No, no. Uh, whatever it is, uh, not Revenge of the Tomb Raider. <laughs> Revenge of the Tomb Raider. It's like Revenge of the Sith or whatever. Uh, what is it called? Uh, I'm gonna have to look it up. Okay, look it up. I'm, I'm, uh, wait, when is, so when is it? It's between. So, it's there's Spider Man, then Tomb Raider, then. Red yeah. Dead. Then a couple weeks later is Red Dead. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I'm there's not... three single player games right in a row. Like I said, I I always do the one single player, one multiplayer. Yeah. I mean, the and one if that, Red the, Dead's the single player, the, the one that's going to lose there is Tomb Raider number yeah. one. And, and like in terms of what I'm going to spend time and money on, because like obviously I'm super pumped about Spider Man. Love Insomniac. Love what they're doing with with us. I said Superman. Spider Man. Love what they're doing with Spider Man. And uh, so like even if I get halfway through that story or something like that at the time. I'm cool with that. Uh, I just want to play it when it comes out. I mean, Red Dead is the no-brainer. It's like it's going to happen. Agreed. It's, it's going to happen strong. And that's just the way it is. Yeah, There's I mean, no everything else can it. just get out of the way. Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Shadow of the Tomb Raider. It's not the, not the Revenge of the Re- Tomb Raider. Revenge of the Tomb Raider. <laughs> I think I'm going to be confused about that. I'm g- Return of the Tomb Raider. It's like oh, no, I've heard it. I've heard it both ways. You know, I've Tomb Raider <laughs> Strikes Back. <laughs> uh, just completely deny that it's Shadow of the, the Tomb Raider. The last Tomb Raider. Just, the last Tomb Raider. Um, <laughs> Attack of the Clo- Tomb Raider. 
Tomb Raider. Attack of the Clone Tomb Raiders. I feel like that's the Phantom know, Tomb Raider. <laughs> Phantom Tomb Raider. Mm. Rogue One, a Tomb Raider story. A new Tomb Raider. <laughs> Laura, a Tomb Raider story. <laughs> Wouldn't it be Croft? Croft, a Tomb Raider story. Uh, I like I like that one. That one actually feels feels Croft. like that'd be a fun way. Actually, fun that would game. be cool. Like if the ne- if the next like because I mean they're gonna make another trilogy. Yeah. Like if the next trilogy was called Croft, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, I, I love it. Although this, this it is has the... like like who's searching for Croft? No, no one. Well, but also like think about it this though, Chris. How many? <laughs> they're not gonna not. They're they're gonna call it Tomb Raider in some way. Yeah. But like Croft, like it's it's unique enough to where it's like if you search for that, like it's gonna be there. I mean, you know? this is my opinion. I feel like, well, oh wait, hang on. Didn't we? What was the first one called? Just straight up Tomb Raider. Yeah, it was just Tomb Raider. That's a missed opportunity. It should have been like beginning of the Tomb Raider. Yeah. Rise of the Tomb Raider. So I don't know if they had intended. Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Then the next one is Tomb Raider. It's similar to finally la- she's Tomb Raider. How we always demand from creators. We always hope that they like, oh, we want you to have this long-term plan, but we also want you to be flexible within like what, what we as fans want, right? I don't know if whenever they went into that first game that they were anticipating that this would be a trilogy um, of her early life. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's, I mean I'd love to know the story of the development behind that game, but I don't yeah. know that there was any guarantee that they were going to stick with this. Like, they were, yeah. they were rebooting a franchise that honestly was dead because it got all hokey and weird. Um, the movies didn't do it any favors. It was just like, honestly, like they've been doing those isometric 3d co-op yeah. games, um, the past, like four years before Yeah, which that. were not bad, but they also no. weren't big money makers. Yeah. And they're not AAA games. They're not going to carry the franchise forward in a meaningful way. Right. You know, like you do enough of those and you actually like, I think kind of lose some cachet you have with the, the gaming audience. And correct. I mean, it was a, I'm sure, a big risk. Like, oh yeah, by no means was that like a, uh, a sure win. Right, and so you wonder, like, at what point were they like, oh, maybe, maybe this is the, this is we're gonna try this to reboot this, and if it works, we can maybe then move into like the the middle stages, of, like where she's like, oh, she's gonna be older or whatever. But they're like, people loved it enough to where they said, let's do another game like that. Yeah. Did another game like that. They loved that one enough, but they're like, oh, but it didn't really like put a big like, you know, thing on it. Which I don't know. I haven't played uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider. I don't know how it ends or anything, but it's like, it does it lead right into this one? I don't know. Well, and that's uh, like the. I'd also love to know the story of Rise of the Tomb Raider because, like, that was a Microsoft timed exclusive. So, like, right. what's the story there? Like, you don't do something like that unless you really need the cash or you're not sure if it's going to, like, yeah. hit well with the audience or something. Well, I think so, they, they, that, uh, that company had also had some that same year. Square Enix. Square, uh, was it? Yeah, I guess Square it's Enix. It's published by Square Enix. Yeah, published by Square Enix. Crystal Dynamics developed it. Square but. Enix had like some projections on some of the other games that they had that were somewhat unrealistic. Oh, it was like, for oh sure. man, we wish we had so or we planned to sell this yeah. number. And it's like that was never feasible. You know? Yeah, I mean I, like I think we talked about that at the time. It was like unclear whether or not they thought that Rise of the Tomb Raider was a failure or not. And I'm like, it sold like twenty million copies or something. Yeah. Like that's not not too shabby if uh you are we're actually like being realistic with your numbers, but. right? And it's like, and especially on one at the time on one console, yeah. like what was a single console thing? And it's like, I, you know, obviously maybe the exclusivity money from Xbox made up for some of that, but yeah. I don't know. I think they doubled down though, because like then they had, um, uh, they released it on PlayStation, but then yep. they had the PlayStation VR That's version, right. like where you could explore Laura's the Croft Manor. Croft. There's yep. the name again, Croft Manor. Um, and so, like, uh, and then it seems like they're making a, I mean, this is going to be multi-platform. And they're doing a pretty big push. They've been talking about this for a while. Like, they a lot of marketing power behind right. 
um, Shadow of the Tomb Raider. So and I th- then I think Chris, they decide to put it out a few weeks before uh, Red Dead Redemption. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like oh man, it's great like, job, guys. I really like I. I kind of, and they may not be in a position to be able to delay it, but like if something gets delayed, like if there's a game that's going to be delayed till like early 2019, I wish that it was going to be Tomb Raider, but it's not going to be. Like as much marketing as they've done already about this thing, it's basically, it seems like it's done. I mean, this is just a weird year. Like, I mean, we're seeing things like Call of Duty get moved to September. Yep. So that, I mean, suppose get, out of, get out of the way of and get in front of. Um, Red Dead Redemption, like that's, that's crazy. I I really wish, like, so again with about Tomb Raider, I was like, man, if they were, if they, if there was a game that's like, hey, can you can we wrap up the development on this like a month and a half early somehow and like you know release this in late June or July, you know, it's like I that would be ideal for that game. I think is to be the first one out the gate before like Spider Man and before the uh, you know before that, and but then well in front of. Uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 because like if it came out in like August I would be like yeah absolutely I'm gonna play uh play this game yeah I mean I but, think I think that, like um who has the who's be right before them Spider-Man yeah so Spider-Man has the best slot because yeah. it's like okay it's September um you everybody's kind of like getting back into the swing of things haha <laughs> puns <laughs> uh <laughs> and uh Secretly, that's like my favorite joke so far on the episode. Just <laughs> yes, it's sweet, awesome. I like it. Um, and so, like, you have something fun. It's it's not super serious. Yeah, it's not heavy. Yeah. Um, and okay, like, let's play that. And then you have like the option to go Tomb Raider, which I mean, it's just none of the Tomb Raiders have been super lighthearted. But no. like, I mean, it's just not going to be a lighthearted game, which is that's fine. That's perfect for what it should be. But like, I just like if you're pitting it against Red Dead. Mm. Yeah, it's a really it's a hard. I mean, again, like we said, the behemoth that is Call of Duty from their what is now their premier developer Treyarch has moved ahead by a month from their traditional every year for the past how many years? Ten yeah. years? Yeah, in November. Yeah, releasing in November. And it's and like it's oh, we're gonna we're gonna move it move September it way up. now. It's like oh man, that is that if that isn't an omen for every other game. Yeah, and and it's crazy that yeah. Rockstar has that kind of power now. Well, I mean, I remember whenever GTA Five came out, like it was, it was a phenomenon. Was you know, yeah, it was it was gigantic. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's. Call of Duty always calls themselves like the number, like the highest uh, or the largest entertainment franchise uh, ever, and it's like by the numbers, yes. Well, that's in terms true. of like how many sequels you have, like yeah, and, and their their annual in the annual money, you know, even like the money that changes hands of uh, of like, hey, that's even bigger than a lot of movies and things oh, like yeah, that. Most sure. movies, and but it's like I you think it. about GTA as like a single game selling as much as it has like it still has shown up on the like it's, top 10 charts yeah it's still in the top 10 NPD every single month it's so strange that uh, that's, that's insane I'm like yeah. who is still buying this game yeah who doesn't have this game already I imagine like they did the thing and I, I suspect they will with whatever GTA 6 is like they bridged the uh, the gap between generations 
um, to where you know if you yeah, bought it on 360, sure, you also then probably turned around and bought it on Xbox One, or if you bought it on PlayStation Three, you turn around and bought it on PlayStation Four, and then a year later they came out with the PC version. So anybody who's been playing on console before that is like, well, I have my PC over here that's going to look even better. I'm going to play it there. So I don't know. I feel like they did a few really smart things with that to make the same people buy that game multiple times. Yeah, it's crazy. I suspect they'll do that again with the sixth GTA. But I don't know. We'll see how the, this game, this one game might sell that much and then some. I don't well, know. Well, I mean, I mean, and that's where I guess, I guess I'd have to look at the numbers, but I, like, I I would be willing to bet that GTA Five may have made as much money as the past few Call of Duties combined. Yeah, yeah, it may they may not. I don't know. Like I, like I said, they always tout themselves as like we're the, the Call of Duty is the number I mean, one do they entertainment. Still do that? I know they used to. I think they like even in like the last like whatever press release. I'm pretty sure they did um, mm. for like whatever announcement. Oh, because they were like making. their sales have been declining year over year too. Yep. So like, I don't know. I'm just, I don't know. Activision. Um, Activision is interesting. Yeah. I enjoy their games. Mm-hmm. I think largely they, they tend to run franchises into the ground. Yeah. You think about Guitar Hero and Skylanders and things like that. And even Call of Duty, to to an extent, they have allowed to kind of stale over time. It's annualized, man. I mean, it's fine that it's annualized, but... But there's not enough differentiation between the the, the franchises. And there were early on, you know, when they were experimenting, they find one thing that hits real big. Yeah. And they, like, stick to it, you know? Yeah. Um, I think, like, they did a... They shook things up with World War II. That was a good good idea. I kind of hope that... Back um, to boots on the ground. I hope that Black Ops 4 is something along those lines. Um... We'll see. We'll see. It's going to have a Battle Royale mode, though. We know that. <laughs> yeah, we definitely... I mean, what game isn't going to have a Battle Royale? I fully expect that re- whatever Red Dead Redemption Online oh, is will have no. a Battle Royale mode. I don't I don't see why it wouldn't. Carry you in on a, on a stagecoach? Choose when to jump off? I mean, I'm just going to throw out there. I think if they were going to do that, they would have done that in GTA V by now. I mean, they sort of had the one mode where you parachute in and you have to, like, eliminate the other people. But it's, it is it is different. They would have, I think, because they have because you already have the island. Like, you yeah. have every single component that you need in yeah. GTA V to do this. Yeah. You can have, like, a ton of people yeah. online at the same time. You have the island. You can parachute. Like, all the things. It's all yeah. there. Yeah. And, and uh, I also feel like... So with that game specifically, they don't necessarily need to do the battle royale thing, and yeah. so I think that they they won't. I don't. I, I'm I'm just I'm halfway joking. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if it showed up in Red Dead Redemption somehow, or if a similar mode showed up. Yeah. Um, but like you know, I'm obviously joking joking I, a little bit. I, like, I think the only place it, it works with Red Dead with that because I mean even in the multiplayer for Red Dead one, like they don't break like the rule. You're not parachuting out of the sky no. or something. You know what I mean? No. Um, I think it would work if you did like Undead Nightmare mm-hmm. Two, yeah, and somehow like in a dream state, yeah, there was some kind of thing that was happening that that created this 
True. I mean, 1v100 I also, situation. Prior to like GTA 5 and GTA Online specifically, um, uh, they didn't necessarily like have flying DeLorean cars and like all that sort of thing in GTA. Like in the main campaign of GTA 5, they don't have like these right. ridiculous things. But right. then there are additional uh, GTA Online campaigns right. that have these amazing sci-fi things. So I feel like they could potentially in, uh, you know, whatever Red Dead Redemption Online, if they did like an Undead Nightmare style thing, integrate some of these other more uh goofy things yeah, yeah. just completely For sure. out there elements so just to keep it interesting man yeah i want that zombie horse you know or what, what was it no it was the uh, the, the four, four horses, horses, of, horses the, of the apocalypse yeah i want, I want those uh, four horses of the apocalypse oh, such a good game man so good it's two weeks in a row now we've talked about this game i know um but it's a one week for us so listeners we apologize <laughs> <laughs> all right chris we're gonna be talking some free to play here in a minute but I actually have some... The first segment is... I'm going to open a box. <laughs> <laughs> That's real, uh, real, open box. real ominous. <laughs> open a box. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, okay. I see, I see where you're going with that. Uh, yeah, so um, I think we talked about uh, a couple weeks back or maybe a month ago. Uh, we've long... like For a long time on the show, we've talked about the Marvel Collector's Cores, the Funko Pop boxes. Funko Pop. And um, every single like couple of months, it's like bi-monthly... Uh, they send out a box uh, with like exclusive collectibles in it. Usually included some kind of clothing item, a couple pins, maybe patch, um, uh, some kind of Funko Pop thing, and they would have extra pop like items in there. So uh, a few uh, weeks back, we talked about that all the Funko Pop boxes were coming to an end. So the Marvel's Collector Core, um, this is the last box, last box for that. That's what we're opening today. Yep. Uh, Legion of Collectors is already over. Yep. It's already done. Um, Star Wars, I think, ends with the Han Solo box. The Smuggler's Bounty. Yep, Smuggler, Smuggler's Bounty. And then there was the... Which uh, I think you still think is one of the coolest names. Like, yeah, oh, man, I sure. want my Smuggler's Bounty. The, uh, the There was the pop box for Disney. I forget what that was called. Disney Treasures. Yeah, Disney Treasures. That's already done. Yeah. Um, was there, Am I missing any? I think that's all. Okay. So we did the first Marvel Collector's Core box. And what that had... Um, was that had uh, the, had the uh, Hulkbuster in it? Yeah, the, the Hulkbuster, uh, Hulkbuster pop. Man, what was the theme of that? Uh, that was for the Avengers Two uh, okay. Ultron. Uh, Age so of Ultron. Age of Ultron was the first box, and we uh, opened it on the show. Now this is the last box for Avengers Infinity War, and we're gonna open this on the show. It's, a, it's yeah. the biggest box that it's they've gigantic. had. Gigantic. It's really large. It's the, it's definitely the uh, the largest box. Yeah. And uh, and each box, I love that each box is unique because yep. like they're printed. Um, Printed with like these cool designs on this has the Infinity Gauntlet on Inside the top. Inside and out. This is the thing I've I've saved all my boxes just because they look so cool. But, Agreed. And I, I've been trying. I've been like, I have too many of these. I got to figure yeah. out what to do with them. There's a few of them that I, I I actually use them as storage for some of my other figures that I don't have displayed that I either don't have room for or don't like. I don't want to put out like thematically yeah. or whatever. Where it's like oh, until I get some more space or get yeah. like more items of that type, I don't want to put them out. So like I'll keep them inside of their boxes. So like I have a bunch in there in the oh, closet, yeah. but they're all full of things. Like they're not just just like an empty box taking up space. Yeah, see, that's what um, But I do also keep all of my pop boxes. Um, there's the thing where some people keep their pops in boxes. Like, yeah. oh, do you take them out or do you keep them in your box? I always take them out. It's like they're, For you know, sure. I want to play with them and I want yeah. them to be on the shelf and like display them in specific ways. But, um, the uh, I do keep those boxes for whenever I like move and stuff. Yeah. Which last last time we were, we were going to be here for a while, so it's like I don't. I'm, maybe I'll put them in the attic or something like that. Like store them in someplace other than 
right in the way in a closet but like for now they're like they're kind of in tucked in on top of like up by the the ceiling tucked into the corner back yeah. there like all kind of uh really wedged in there but so yeah. uh, i've already uh, actually like full disclosure i already opened this box you mean this isn't gonna be a surprise for this you chris surprise for me because, oh my well i came in the mail and i didn't even think about doing this this is your idea like it was a great idea i should have saved it so i could both be surprised but um hey yeah. It's cool, dude. It's go cool. Ahead, go ahead and open this thing so up. So my gasps are all real. Your gasps are all fake, <laughs> yeah. you know, for, for for reference there. So the inside of the box, it has a, a lot of the Avengers like printed in there are surrounding the Infinity Gauntlet, which is very cool. Um, there are keychains. <gasps> that sounded so real to me. Like, I, you're, you couldn't, you're like, you shouldn't have said anything. I wouldn't have known. I'm man. a good actor. Hey, oh, wait, hang on. Let me see those. Actually, I am surprised. Those are different than mine. Which ones did you get? I have um, I have Spider Man and uh, and uh, Thanos. Yeah, so I got uh, I had Iron Man and Gamora. Oh, I wonder that, how many different ones there are. That's interesting. I kind of I kind of like yours better. I like the Spider Man especially. That one yeah, is Spider Man's awesome, man. I like whew, the Thanos. That's so it's cool. cool. I mean, if you want, what which ones did you get? Iron Man and Gamora. I mean, I'll I'll, I'll trade you for one of those if you mm, want with a Thanos. I might. I might. I, I mean, might. I'm down for down for tradesies. All right. Um, so that is that. Let me pull out this other thing. That makes me question everything else that's in this box now. There is a mug. Okay, what is on the mug? And the mug is the Infinity Gauntlet. Okay, that's the same mug that I have. And it is a color change mug, yeah. apparently. Don't, uh, where don't, you... don't put it in your dishwasher or microwave. Oh, really? I was okay. just speaking from experience. Oh, that's... Wait, you ruined yours? Not with this specific mug, but with oh. another color change mug. Oh, well, that's a bummer because, like, I... Here's my rule, Chris. Huh. With any glass that I use uh -huh. frequently, it has to go in the dishwasher. Like I mean, this is hand wash only. I can't be hand washing things. <laughs> so like this one's gonna end up on my shelf over okay. there. I am sure. Um, it looks actually really. It, look, it looks really cool whenever you heat it up. Yeah, because like before, like whenever it's cold, that it's just the gauntlet, no, no uh, infinity stones, yeah. no glow, no anything. But then whenever it heats up, it's got like a glow to it, and it's definitely got the infinity stones in there. And it's got maybe uh, like a, a some stars and like a, a marbleized kind of star field behind it or something. So yeah. it looks like it's super awesome. Um, but yeah, that's that's a very cool thing. I'm very disappointed that it won't go in the dishwasher, man. Yeah. Um, all right, so what is this? I'm, it's very crinkly right now, so listeners yeah, so of the I podcast. Was, like, I was kind of expecting this, kind of bummed out. Like I was hoping I, – I love the T-shirts when they put T-shirts in here. Yeah. But the thing that they always ended up with was boxes of like different size T-shirts left over. And since this was the last box, I was kind of skeptical what they would put in here anyway. Yeah. Um, so it's not a T-shirt. Not a T-shirt. No. Hashtag not a t-shirt. We it should is. play a game that is, uh, you know, hashtag hashtag not a t-shirt. Hashtag it's a t-shirt. You know, <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Like basically, like use various items around the house and say, hey, can it be a t-shirt? And uh, um, no, can it's like, hey, can this Unless pillow a be a t-shirt? I don't think it can. Oh, awesome! So this is a uh, so it's a is what, what was it, a bandana? Yeah, bandana. Bandana that has Iron Man on it. Does yours also have Iron Man on it? It does. Mine looks okay. exactly like he that. He kind of looks like the Blue Beetle if he was blue. Because the like he has the wings back there, yeah, um, and then uh, the the glove like the power thing. So he kind of like I mean that design with two you know Blue Beetle is also yeah, like it's, a it's just the wrong wrong franchise exactly wrong wrong publisher yeah <laughs> wrong rights holder that's very cool um, I I do wish it was a, it was a t shirt though I, agree. I uh, I'm kind of I was that hoping it's it was a, some kind of uh, Infinity War t shirt yeah like with the gauntlet on it or something yeah. like that you know just, yeah. Um, and then we've also the last item in here. I've saved the the biggest and best for last. I would imagine. Oh man, dude, this pop figure is amazing. Um, it is a gigantic pop figure of Thanos riding in a spaceship. In sanctuary too. 
And he's got his like his Infinity Gauntlet on. He's got all the stones. So spoilers there. I don't know. I mean, who knows? Just <laughs> that's the funny thing. Like all the toys always have all of the stones, and you're Dude, just like, what? <laughs> it's uh, this is I love this um, pop figure. It's so huge. It's so big. I mean, he's over oversized a little bit because yeah. he's at, like that's you know the character is bigger. Um, and so I would say his head like it's probably like the same size as like whenever they have the Hulk figures, the to scale Hulk figures. Um, yeah. or the Hulkbuster stuff. It's like that size. Yeah, I mean, the Hulkbuster has a little bit of a smaller head because it's well, still... Well, I mean, just the, like, it's know. just to scale with that. Yes, the figure is. Yeah, for sure. I would agree with that. Um, um, but yeah, dude, like, this is one of my favorite pop figures I have now. Pulling it out of this thing, so... I uh, I was... Um, I, yeah. I'm super, super impressed cool, by this. I, uh, I'm excited because the ship, like, in the stand, like, it reminds me a lot of uh, the... the these the ones where they are in the cars and stuff like that are very very fun and uh, so because I have like, the uh, you gave me the Batman one mm-hmm. um, back there with the Batman uh, was it Batman sixty two or whatever it is yeah the, um, and then I also have you gave me the uh, the oh, Luke Skywalker yeah. in the uh, it's crazy I've given you both your uh, vehicle ones. yeah so now this one is the first <laughs> vehicle one that that you did not give me so that's awesome streak broken. <laughs> um, but, but this is a very cool fi- figure, dude. This is uh, this is very fun. I'm uh, I'm excited about this. Yeah, dude. Awesome. Well, that's what's in this pop box. That's all. That's all that's in there. There's just those three items. If you missed it, you missed it. Yeah, it's over now. Try to find it on eBay. Yeah. Well, you might be able to buy it from their website. Like, um, I I let one on. It's only available to. to previous subscribers wow so wait so if you had subscribed to a previous box canceled your subscription and then um not gotten this one would you be able to get this one then oh okay it's over now yeah because they switched to an opt-in model like where you never unsubscribe but you had to opt in for the last couple boxes wow okay um and so like you know you had the chance to opt in for it so it's like oh man you already had your chance you missed your chance now yeah well now i feel kind of bad about like talking about all this stuff on the uh on no, the podcast fine. here because no, like the listeners is, are like relevant. oh man i'm never gonna get it it's real oh, they could get it they could probably uh, there's someone it. out there selling yeah, on ebay i, I guarantee somebody it. had like 14 subscriptions and they're like i'm gonna sell the rest of these right. i mean you could look up there right now i'm sure it's there yeah but yeah dude talk very your, cool talk to your local comic shop be like hey if anybody brings in that pop box thanos I want it. I actually have seen in in uh, our local comic shop here in Ricks. I, I have seen some of the uh, the pop box yeah, items, I which is very cool. I think that's a that's a that's yeah. a fun fun way to um, help out your local comic shop and also to you know get hey you know, I'm going to get some money for this element uh, that I didn't want. In yeah, the pop I, mean, I, box. I was going through my um, I was going through my some of the pops that I had sitting there last night, and I well, I forget which one it was. There was one I. Grabbed and I like I was like I don't I don't want this yeah I should just get rid of the sell it that's the other thing like some of the ones that I do have stored away in the the other collectors core boxes and things like that like some of those I'm think like thinking about it now I'm like oh man I could probably sell some of those to the comic yeah. shop and be and be happy some know? of them so. were really cool but some of them are just kind of like this yeah. is just I mean because it's random you don't know what you're getting and right. then you, like you're like ah you know I'll never display this probably I think in this case like I would rather like hey I could sell one of those and purchase from that same comic shop yeah a different different right. figure that I would you know potentially make make room for and put yeah. out so yeah, dude, very cool. I, uh, it's sad to see these boxes go. They were very fun. I had definitely unsubscribed from uh, like them. <laughs> like I don't know. I, I would hit them occasionally. I was worried that I w- wouldn't get the uh, – which one was it? 
Well, uh, I think there's like a there's there was this one that, that you got me the uh, the one with the land uh-huh. spear, Luke and the land spear. Yeah. I was like very bummed that I didn't get that one. Yeah, I think I would be also bummed if I hadn't gotten the last one of these, which is why I re-upped my. I mean, yeah, if I didn't, if I had, I mean, I love this. I love this pop. It's, it's very one of my cool. favorites. Very cool, dude. Um, yeah, I mean, I think like the 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 problem that they ran into is like, well, once you run through the big topics, the big box themes, mm-hmm. th- then the only thing like keeping them going are the were the relevant like movie themes, you know, yeah. for the current movie that's out. And so, um, you know, like especially whenever it's like let's say DC for instance, you know, like there's like one movie a year maybe, maybe yeah. from them. And so like, well, the other the all the other five boxes a year, yeah. Are you know, well once you run through Batman and then you do Superman and then you do um, villains and then, like okay then it turns into yeah. like okay old villains and now yeah. here's a fifties classic Batman and yeah. like all these random things. The one that I would always one hundred percent always get and again it's like if you do the more obscure you get the smaller group of people that's going to be interested in it right. right and so it's like once you get past like I mean the the one that I would always be interested in was like, oh, women of uh, Marvel or women of DC or like, you know, these kind of specific ones where you're like, oh, which ones are going to be the pops? Which one are going to be these things? And like, but like, again, at that point, like, once you put like Wonder Woman and like Batgirl and like these in there, you get into the more obscure things and it's like, ooh, the deeper you go into those those catalogs of hundreds and hundreds of characters, the fewer people are going to be like, yeah, I'm totally on board for this. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, I don't need 15 Wonder Woman pops. Exactly. You know, um, or even fifteen Batman pops. That's right. Like I, I already have three Batman pop figurines in various outfits. Yeah, and, I think the box know, that I got them—that's the, that's plenty. The <laughs> most um, from were the Smuggler Bounty boxes, because I mean it's just—I mean it has such a a wide range of things to pull from that are relevant Agreed. to me at least. The one that they never man they never did a Clone Wars. Uh, box. I would have loved to have seen that. They never did a With Rebels like a Clone box. Wars Ahsoka Tano. Oh my yeah, goodness. Like, or, or Sokotano, or even have like uh, the like that version of uh, Ben Kenobi, or oh, um, man? yeah, or Anakin. At that point, you could have had General Grievous in there. Oh my goodness, Chris, General Girl Grievous. I know, like oh, that's what I'm saying. Like I would have loved to have seen some of the like out of all the boxes. Yeah, Star Wars has the most things that you can pull from that I would have enjoyed seeing. I uh, see the. I think the things that yeah, the, a relatively focused fan base would have been interested in. Yeah, know, I'm, I'm like, talking about me personally. I'm not yeah. talking about in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like for me, that makes sense. Yeah, and I I agree with that sentiment. I feel the exact same way because like, yeah, a Clone Wars one you could you could do like a Saj Ventress, and I would be like, man, I have to get this thing, you know. So yeah. that's also where you get with some of the some of the more more niche. Um, they a night the night brother. Night Sisters box. Oh my goodness, that would be so oh, so cool. The uh, the like Rebels box that they did. I was um that's still like one of my favorite. Yeah, I mean figures. they had uh, they had um Darth Maul in there, which is great, right? And I also enjoyed that they had um in like one of the subsequent boxes they had the uh, the old uh, Kenobi. Ben Kenobi. Which ben one Kenobi. was that? I don't know if I, did I get that. I one? don't remember, but it's I like think I got that one. It, and so I have them like right next to each other. Yeah. It's like man. Here you go. Yeah, the one like there were the couple box. I mean, and they had like some super cool ones. Like that. This is what I'm saying. So like the, um, they had the the only version of Tarkin. Like there's a Tarkin pop. Yeah, in that was in one of the boxes. That's wild. Uh, I mean, and even like even that like some of the more like niche characters that it's like, hey, I'm uh, you have a smaller group of people, but a very dedicated group of people that are yeah. like, I have to get this. You uh-huh. know. So I I think that. Um, digging into some of those more niche characters would have been would have been maybe yeah. maybe a little bit. 
easier, but maybe not the volume that they needed to do to, to keep them around. Yeah, I'm interested to see what they do next because they said they're going to replace it with like they, they're partnering with an exclusive retailer that will offer the same kind of thing. I just hope they're not. I don't know. Like it's just it runs such a risk with it being a blind box, you know, like. Well, uh, it's, we it's talked just, about it before also that you had – I got you the uh, – there was a Hulk pop that I got you um, over Christmas, and it had like a Hulk pop and a T-shirt in it, mm-hmm. and it was an exclusive to oh, Target. Yeah. And, and I, so like is that maybe the route they're going to go for this? Is like, I mean, oh, that's man. what I'd rather have. I know what's in the box. It's a couple things paired together for a, uh, a decent like, – like a lower price than they would be if I was buying them individually. Yeah. Like that's what I'd rather have Again. versus – like, well, I'm paying 30 bucks ahead of time for something I don't know is going to be great, you yeah. know, like, or, and they're always really cool, but maybe, maybe they do pick one of these more obscure pops that I don't really care about that much. So, I mean, there's, I think one yeah. of the ones I was like, man, I could actually probably sell this for, um, hopefully, you know, for something was that one, um, was uh, the cantina? the cantina one. Yeah. Where it's like, okay, this, uh, this special variant of this character like and it was based on some kind of like weird thing where the character like the original figures from Hasbro were um, a different color yep. based than the movie because they gave him like black and white photos of it or something like that with the wrong color on it. And cool, actually, that's awesome, awesome story. I just don't. I'm not I'm not going to display that probably. I have that one in the closet in there. That's, <laughs> I'm literally looking out here. I'm like, yeah, I don't think I have that one out. No, so, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I mean, I could totally like just like, sell that and it wouldn't. I would never miss that one. Yeah, yeah. You know, so. Yeah. I do love the, the things that I do love. I think they, they try, tried out a lot of things in these boxes. I think um, the first time I ever saw one of the vehicles was uh, one of these. I forget what it was. Like, they, And some of them were. Like, they would say they had cards. used to have cards in them that would say, like, hey, we chose this because of this. They were, like, the first time I saw the, um, what is it called, rock candy uh, yeah. statues was in there. Yep. First time I saw Adorbs was in there. Yeah. One of the boxes, um, the vehicles. And then the Dorbs, like whenever I got the uh, the Ultron Dorbs or whatever, and, it's, and I was like, oh man, I don't, I'm not a huge Ultron fan, but this is a really cute mm-hmm. figure. And yeah. so like I ended up buying like other Dorbs figures. Like I have a, yeah. I have a Robin over there and a Batgirl, a classic kind of looking uh, Robin and Batgirl. And it's yeah. like, man, it's, those are super cool. And I don't think I would have probably picked those up right. if I hadn't already like seen this other thing. So it's, it was a good way to get me in the door for the Dorbs figures. For sure. So. Yeah. And I think, um, I loved the the t-shirts like that was pretty cool. Still wear a lot of my t-shirts which is all of my t-shirts. I think you know so some of it like so they just let some of the boxes get stale like they should have uh they should have rotated out the pin and patch after like sooner than they did. Yeah. I think they were kind of stuck on that. Well, they don't they don't have a pin and patch in this one. Um no. but it's like I would imagine that those those were the like those were exclusive to the boxes and like I think by themed. the end though. Yeah, I think by the end like because last few boxes that I got haven't had pins or patches on any of them. And so I think those kind of like, I think people got over them. Like I mean, I have like they also probably cost more to manufacture. So many patches. What am I going to do with all those? I mean, if if they cost a lot to manufacture because they're unique to each box, it's like if you're doing them in a smaller run like that, then it's like man, that gets that could get expensive uh, yeah. to to manufacture all of those. So I also yeah. think like that was the first time I saw like um, uh, the Hulkbuster things a bigger hulk like like a bigger version of it bigger yeah. version of it actually i think like maybe the for actually i take that back maybe the first first time i saw a bigger pop was the baymax that you have yeah um, that's right but like this is like 
you know, the first time I saw something really elaborate that was huge. Right, right. Yeah. And that's uh, the thing about these boxes, like it, they would have kept it going if it made dollars and cents. For like sure. it definitely, like it, they would have, would have for sure kept it going. But so obviously at some point, like they were like, Ooh, you know, if yeah. this keeps going, we're not going to not keep going. So let's, let's find a new way to, to, to bring out the same kind of figures and things. So, yeah. Yeah. It's a, uh, I, I enjoy this box a lot. So happy to have opened up the final box of Marvel Collector Core here on the podcast. All right, so our main segment for this podcast, we are talking about free-to-play. Now, let me lay this out here. Like, So over the past few months, we've obviously been playing Fortnite. We obviously like also played a lot of Destiny. And so like whenever I look at the two games, like we talk about things like games as a service and um, how two different developers have approached both of those. I and mean, we'll throw some PUBG references in here as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but like... Like what's been like as a as a quick like jumping off point for this discussion, uh, it's been really really cool to watch Epic develop Fortnite um, and how they've like it's it's the biggest game in the world right now. Like how they've grown to that spot, um, and they have so much goodwill mm-hmm. on the part of their fan base. And I wouldn't even say it's like even that that complex of a game. Like or like I think you know for instance. Destiny has way more depth. I was talking to uh, Fultron about this. Like, Death, Destiny has like so many um, act, different activities, and um, it's it, like I, we earlier today you were you're going after like your uh, um, ornaments. I'm like, I don't even know how that works. Like, I don't, yeah. you know, there's there's just parts of Destiny that I'm like, that's just like oh, an area that I haven't even tried to understand yet. Right, right. Um, but then Fortnite, so straightforward, simple, but yet. Uh, to a large extent, I perceive that as a better game. (laughs) I mean, so I think like where it comes down to for me is like the fun while playing like that moment to moment things. And a lot of times that can fluctuate uh, on games. And it's like, as you do something more and more, like it, it will become more and more stale, but with something like Fortnite, with something like, as I've as I've referenced on the podcast before, like something like um, Rocket League, where I still like pop into my matches of Rocket League, it's like within a a def- predefined set of rules, anything can happen. Yeah, like it's like things will happen in Fortnite or Rocket League or whatever, where it's like, oh man, all of a sudden something happens, and I'm like, I have never in the hundreds of hours that I potentially spent with these games, I've never seen that happen. Yeah, and like that's part of what makes it like the discovery aspect of like this is fascinating. Well, I think there's, I mean, but uh, like like as a as a comparison point though, I feel like Destiny's like that too, where like uh, they have multiplayer. Like, I mean, matches maybe. are different. Going into raids are different every time with groups of different groups of people. I mean, maybe, but a lot of that is the human element of it, and not necessarily the like. Oh man, I've never seen someone string those mechanics together in that way. Where it's like it's it being a first-person shooter. It's like there's a limited number of ways that you can, you know, do something. Yeah. Whereas with Fortnite, it's like with the building component. And yeah. With with being able to uh, to like the new weapons that they constantly add. Yeah. It's like people will chain together like, oh man, C4 and and these other things and like rocket riding. Like that was a thing that I didn't see happen for a really long time. But then whenever I saw it happen, I'm like, how is right. that possible? Well, and that's, that's uh, so like, I think we're, we're kind of like, we're getting, we're getting ahead of our discussion a little bit. Yeah. Like, because that's part of why I think Fortnite is succeeding. So like, yeah. um, like, um, I want to like kind of examine the 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 models like the like revenue models of both these games like they're both 
what we would call games as a service. They want people to play every day, like yeah. come back and like play this game, play this game, play this game. Um, I've spent about equal like amounts of money on them. Um, I spent about a hundred dollars on Destiny. I bought the main game and the season pass mm-hmm. and Fortnite. I've spent about a hundred dollars on that, buying random things, <laughs> uh, battle passes and, and uh, random skins yeah. and uh, things that glider. don't necessarily matter. No, yeah, things that like don't have any impact on gameplay at all. They don't extend the time you play with it. Like whereas with the Destiny stuff, you could argue that a DLC season pass extends the amount of enjoyment that you get out of it, right? right? So it extends that like duration where it's like, oh, I can enjoy I can, buying the season pass. I can enjoy Destiny for the next year and and know that I'm gonna be doing that, right? Yeah. Whereas Fortnite, it's like. You spend, you know, 10, 15 bucks on like a skin and it's yeah. like, well, this isn't like I spend 15 bucks and get an extra month of enjoyment out of it. Like, right. that's not how that works. No, that's not, not how the exchange is. It's, pr- it's actually pretty immediate and quick enjoyment. <laughs> yeah. It's like I that. immediately enjoy this right now <laughs> and it doesn't extend the time that I'm going to play it at no. all, but it just, I, I know that it's there for me whenever I come back. But whenever I like look at how like I perceive the money I spent with both those games, like I feel way better about the money I spent on Fortnite than the money I spent on Destiny. Yeah. Based on solely on how the developer um, has communicated and released uh, content for the game. So yeah. like Bungie, like, and this is just my perception, like it could be different for different people, but like the perception is like I paid for this and you should give me something that is equal value to what I paid for it. Mm -hmm. But then whenever that doesn't like the first DLC doesn't live at all up to like the expectations that I necessarily have, then I'm disappointed in it. I'm disappointed in the money I spent on it. Yeah. And even if I, it's, it's to the point where like, I don't even know, honestly, like if I had bought that, if I hadn't bought the season pass, if I would have bought the DLC. Yeah. I got that way with, um, call of duty back in the day. Yeah. Um, where I, I kept good good comparison, kept buying the, the, the season pass the day one. I'd be like, Oh man, I'm buying the game and the season pass. And then there was one year where I'm like, man, I didn't play that last DLC pack. And I really didn't play like, the one before that this? very much. Why am I spending the money on it? And so I bought them like a la carte and was like, I got to the first two. And it's like, after that one, I was done. Yeah. You know? And it's like, oh man, that's, that's the way I'm going to need, I need to buy these now. Yeah. Um, what's funny to me about like growing that comparison into other like AAA games that you pay once for, um, something like the division, similar situation where like, yeah. I have this threshold of like, okay, I'm going to buy, I want to pay this money. And you're already like you basically my expectation is like I want it to fulfill that money. So already the developer is at a deficit as far as my expectation goes where I'm like already I'm like, all right, well, let's fill fill up the enjoyment meter to where I feel like I got my money's worth eventually. Yeah. And like if that doesn't occur, like if it never happens or if like the time spent with it is like either not enough time or not enough enjoyment during that time, it's like that's a negative perception I now have of that game and of that developer. Whereas with Fortnite being completely free to play. And I know that the expectation is if I put in 10 bucks, I get this item, right? I don't have this deficit of like already it's, it's a free game. Like right. I'm, I'm already, well, if I have any amount of fun in this game, it's already way more than my money was. Worth. And I think like the difference between something like, I mean, we can just like, there could be a direct comparison. Like, Bungie doesn't communicate very well with their fans. Epic communicates very well with their fans. Yeah. Bungie doesn't listen to their fans that well. Like, it takes them a long time to implement changes. Yeah. It takes 
<laughs> epic a short amount of time to implement those changes. And what's interesting about that is like you're we talk about this as if like they're they're like apples to apples, but on the consumer end, they are apples to apples. But yeah. on the on the developer side, like sure, de- they depending have on their, what the engine is, like I mean, you right, think they the, have the Epic reasons. engine, the Epic's Epic's engine there is like Unreal super, Engine, yeah, Unreal is very easy to to update and very easy to deal with. Well, uh, if you if you live in it, like right. I mean, it's their engine, they develop it, right? Like uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm saying perception is reality in this sense, and yeah. like. I mean, not to be harsh, but if your code is too bloated to update quickly, then you need to fix your code. Yeah, it's not the consumer's fault. In that yeah, instance. exactly. It's you like, know. and 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 it's and it's not even like it's it's like whenever Epic's like they have their whole Trello board of all the things they're working on. Yeah, public. Yeah, and we can see like you know they put in um, the uh, refunds mm-hmm. uh, two weeks ago. Yeah, and they had to take them down because they were people were able to exploit them. For battle pass tiers, basically like get tiers and then refund them, get tiers, refund them, get tiers, refund them, and you're like max battle pass level. Interesting. And, and you spent zero money. Yeah. Um, and so they're like, okay, well, we gotta fix that. But it's on their Trello board. You can see where it is and priority other things they're fixing. Yeah. And eventually it will get fixed. Whereas yeah. like, you know, you complain about something like the vault to bungee, and it takes six months to hear anything about what they're right. gonna do about it. You're right. And then like you know, even with a a more direct like battle royale to battle royale, you have you know the the perception of paying for the pre like I guess it would be early access of PUBG yeah. versus the you know the free to play early access of the battle royale within Fortnite. Yeah, and even that I feel like you know hey I, you know I paid like 40 bucks or something like that for the uh, PUBG um, license to be able to, oh man, I want to be in the, in the early access. And so I jump into, to this game for 40 bucks and it's like, okay, that's great. And I had a decent amount of fun with it, but at the same time, it does feel like the development on that happens way, way more slowly. And it feels like it's definitely like, it's not like they're, they're, the comparison of jank, right? So the, one of the, the jankiness <laughs> the of like the, <laughs> of the game, like <laughs> the jankometer. They're about they were about the same. Like whenever I mean, they first, whenever yeah. Fortnite was happening, and it was like, oh man, PUBG is uh, is is happening as well. Like they in tandem, they launched yeah. around the same time. They felt about equal in levels of of jank of like, oh man, I got caught on that corner in the world, or like, oh man, I can't open up my inventory, or yeah. I can't switch to that gun without it reloading all of a sudden for some reason. Like there were just weird things that would happen with strange bugs. But then over the next like two, three like weeks, it seemed like Fortnite all of a sudden like had done like two or three updates and had it all together. Yeah. Whereas like PUBG no updates. Well, it's funny, like because like okay, you pay for PUBG, so I I like and I experience janky problems like that. Well, I'm like I'm almost like well I'm not gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna leave this game not play it until they fix this because yeah. I paid for something that I want this to run well. And arguably with, you paid it for an early access game, but well, it's but like, still, you know, but, whatever. But for Fortnite, like I paid nothing and it <laughs> runs terribly. So what? I paid yeah. nothing. Yeah. So I mean, I'll spend time in this. Like yeah. whatever. I'm not paying for this. Right. You know, uh, like it's it's just like this different mindset, and even like the the updates. You know, yeah. like so so. I mean, PUBG's released a whole other island. Right. Cool map, whatever you want to call it. Awesome. It doesn't doesn't mean like that's. I mean, I. Fortnite's changing the island and the map on a like almost weekly basis lately. Yeah, and you figure like the updates, those frequent updates that they make. So Fortnite goes down every week. For, yeah, for like three hours yeah. every week, and 
you know, rather than rather than doing like a, a major update um, every like two, three weeks, like PUBG, they're doing something, some small things every single week. And it's, right. and that feels a little bit better yeah. in, from the in the consumer. Like every week I show up and I'm like, Oh, something's different. Something's yeah. new. This is, you know, this is better or, Oh, this is different. It's not as, not as, not as snappy or it's not as whatever, yeah. but it's be- It's different. Whereas with PUBG, like I, I, even now I've gotten in there recently and it's like, well, this is, it's different, but it's not that different. Well, like, like, it's not it, like I mean, I'm changing something small every week different. Yeah. If, well, if we go back to, and compare it to um, Destiny, and we've made the comparison between Destiny multiplayer and Call of Duty multiplayer. We're like Call of Duty, like they will make weapon balance changes like that. Yeah. The minute something feels off, yep. they fix it. You know, yeah. where like Bungie's like, well, we'll sit back and we'll uh, study it for three months, and shotguns will be the current meta, and uh, like it's just gonna annoy everyone, right? Until we decide to fix it, throw everything out of whack, and all of a sudden it's scout rifles. You know, yeah, like yeah. what are you like? And, and sure. I, I just don't understand that mindset. As a developer, it's like, you know, that's what, and f- so Fortnite has the like, hey, we're going to like, we're going to fix things as they go. Yep. Like, okay. And then sometimes they don't even make the right call. Like whenever they, they added um, the s- switch weapon time to like almost every weapon. Yeah. Like that wasn't the right call. Like, yeah. And so they fixed it for some of the weapons. Well, and then like they added, they've added weapons, entire weapons, and then right. removed them a week later. <laughs> yeah. In order, because like they're like, yep, that well, was broken. That didn't work. Yeah. But at like, least it, the guided rockets it was It feels like they're broken. paying attention, I guess, is the right. thing, you know? And like, I will reward that with my money. Yeah. And I will gladly do it. And I think that's like, on the free-to-play thing, like because the, there's a massive difference in this perception. Like I used to have the perception mm, yeah. that free-to-play didn't like they were just out for my money, my microtransaction <laughs> money, yeah. right? Because yeah. it felt like that. Or you pay pay for progression, right? You pay pay to play, basically, or pay to win in a lot of yeah, ways. Like yeah. it's like, oh man, I need to be able to get like there's only four viable classes, and all of them are locked from the beginning. Yeah, you know, and so like the 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 perception I have of what what free-to-play used to be has completely changed yeah. in the last like year or, or so. Like I, I realized that games like Dota or League of Legends, like they always had the free-to-play thing kind of right, um, where it's like, okay, you can buy, buy new heroes, but you don't have to use those heroes. Yeah. Everything's balanced to where you can use the free ones or right. you can earn in-game stuff to like eventually get those. Or like Hearthstone, like you don't have to – like it just makes it easier and faster. But again, it's, it's, it is more like – it's almost pay to win yeah. because like – Okay, more cards obviously like help you out when you're playing right. and all that kind of stuff. It's like, yeah, you, if you p- open more packs, you're going to get more good cards. And, and so uh, you, if you can pay to op- open more packs. Yeah. Well, to some extent, like the thing is that to some extent feels anti-consumer because you're saying you're, you're putting barriers in my way yeah. in order to artificially depress what I'm trying to achieve. Yeah. You know, like even if there's a way, a path to earn it, like over here for free, yeah. it's just like so prohibitively long most of the time yeah. that like it's not worth the investment, the time investment. Yeah, or it balloons later on, like where it's like, oh man, the, yeah. the credits are coming fast oh, God, and loose or, at the beginning, hey, but then all of a sudden, like, oh, do you remember it's... me talking about Trials Frontier? And I got to the point where yeah. like your my bike would take literal days to upgrade, <laughs> oh, man. like three days, upgrade this wheel, cool. <laughs> 
<laughs> I can't beat this level till then. Sweet. Yeah, let's find out if I've deleted the app by then. Good you grief. know, <laughs> and I eventually did. Yeah, yeah because like yeah. I mean that's that's insane. Yeah, um, but you could speed it up for money, and it's like for sure that feels anti-consumer. And I guess like that's where like the switch happened at some point where like enough free-to-play games have done it correctly, um, to where I'm like. I don't have, if somebody says free to play, I don't immediately have a, oh man, I'm not going to play that, I guess. No. You know, and so that's what leads me to, you know, whenever the, uh, the, like Harry Potter app launched like a couple weeks ago for the listeners or whatever, like I was like, oh man, let me dive into this app and see what it is. First of all, it's not a good game. Like anyway, (laughs) like it was frustrating to me that game, like first strike that I had was I couldn't check out all of the customizations like and then go back and change my character later oh or d- even delete my data and go back to the beginning of oh the game anyway so that was frustrating but then also they didn't gamify the things that i thought could have been and should have been gamified in like a harry potter experience where like you literally just choose choose which house you're in there's no like quiz there's no like oh man do this mini game to do like you know to cho- choose what it, like like you don't go to the sorting Puff, ravenclaw like you see the sorting hat but you literally choose Oh, gosh. He just asks you, which house do you want to be in? Oh, my gosh. And you go, I want to be in this house. And he's like, yeah, cool. That's right. <laughs> it's like, oh, man, give me a give me a quiz. And then the final question be, which do you think you should be in of these two? Right. You know, and maybe that's the way you do it. But I don't know. It's it, They didn't gamify enough. But then there's the microtransactions, which get really intense uh, where, like, oh, man, in order to do these certain things, you have to have the microtransactions or wait mm, a really long time. And so, gross. like, that stuff is very frustrating. And yeah. so... The, there are definitely games that don't do it right, but like I gave that game a chance and wasn't immediately like put off by the free to play aspect of it, um, because of games like Fortnite, because of games like uh, League of Legends, and because of games like Dota. Like, we're like, oh man, everybody talks about these games; they do it right. And so, like, I think we're getting to the point where I'm like, man, free to play doesn't leave this weird taste in my mouth, and I'm happy yeah. about that. Like, that well, there's just, it's just a different model. Well, it doesn't mean yeah. it's less fun. Well, and like I think some of this crosses into like. Uh, a few weeks ago, we had that loot box discussion. So it's like, you yeah. know, like, let's go back to Destiny versus Fortnite again. Fortnite, I see the the character skin. Mm-hmm. I buy the character skin. And that's a big difference between even PUBG and Fortnite. Where yeah. Like PUBG has the crates, like well, loot, loot crates, basically. And it's like, and like the part that feels pro-consumer, to, like all this feels pro-consumer. And when I see, I get what I, what I buy, yeah. what I want. Yeah. And it doesn't, mean i pay to win at all no i don't need that at all yeah it's just because i want it yeah it doesn't have anything to do with anything <laughs> in some ways like some of the skins it's like man if you buy that you're gonna be like yeah, bright. You're gonna be bright as all get out everyone's <laughs> gonna see you from across you have lights on your body and you know what chris <laughs> i love those skins they're yeah. the best yeah yeah uh i don't know if i like the lights like the space space i mean i like them but like just the the i don't like the fact that i can see people across the map like that. yeah i, I get it I get but it. i like the bright colorful ones yeah. you know like uh, but again, you go over to Destiny, and okay, you want these emotes, and you buy silver dust or whatnot, and then maybe you get you don't even really buy silver dust. Like you buy you buy whatever the currency is, and then you have to open oh, an, yeah. open what enough the, of the, the bright engrams in order to get the uh, what is the, the currency? Dust. Um, I mean, well, it is bright dust. Like, there is bright dust. Yeah, like, yeah, it's like you buy the currency to actually, like, silver. get the You buy other, silver buy to silver. buy yes. the uh, the loot box that can potentially drop you uh, bright dust, which then you use the bright dust to buy the item that you want. It's ridiculous. It's very strange. The uh, And then, you know, obviously with, like, things like PUBG or whatever, it's just a random kind of a loot box drop. Um, the interesting thing 
with games that do loot boxes, and we talked about on that episode that we talked about loot boxes, that games that maybe do it a little bit more right, yeah, um, like things like Rocket League. It's like right. it's it's within this certain pool of items, and it's like, well, I, I like the majority of these items, and then then in fact you can trade up from right. like, oh, if I want to dismantle both of these, and I can trade up to a higher tier, and so you can yeah. get that high tier thing that you're looking for, almost guaranteed or like close to guaranteed with a certain amount of money. You can do those that math yourself if you want. But with like Fortnite, what's nice about it, you literally can just buy it, you and know. that's like you know what you're getting before you you spend your money. I did initially <laughs> whenever I first started playing Fortnite, right, and was like, oh man. That's very expensive for one skin. Mm. You know, it's like oh, 10 bucks for for some of the more ex- like expensive skins. Like they range in in price. I mean, they can some be up to twenty dollars. Some of them are like five bucks. Some of them are yeah, ten, fifteen, whatever it is. Like some of them are very expensive. And I originally was like, that's prohibitively expensive. But then the more I play, I'm like, you know what? Though I I get what I want. Yeah. You know, it's 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 if that's not if that's too much for me to pay. I can make that call right now rather than getting four loot boxes in and go, I don't know when this thing's going to drop, right. you know, and, and like with a PUBG or something like that, it's like, I don't know when that, that item that I'm looking for or, or a good pair of camo pants is going to drop. It's like, it's, it, it could be 14 times from now and that could be up to 20, 30 bucks. And so it could actually be more expensive if it's locked behind a cheap loot box than sure. if you just buy the premier, like very high tier $20 item. Yeah. Oh, and, and and like me, like I would rather spend twenty dollars, yeah. knowing that that's what I'm going to receive, than roll the dice and maybe get it. Yeah, wholeheartedly, man. Like I, I, I bought like I think it, I think the the outfit that I like the most right now because it's it's flashy, but it's not too flashy. It's like a, it's got <laughs> these uh, these flames on it, that, yeah. like go up the entire thing, but it's not like super bright where you can see it from across the map. Yeah. Anyway, but that that outfit, I think I paid like. 15 bucks for it or something like that. But it's like, man, this was the cool outfit that I wanted. And it's like, and now I have it and yeah. uh, I've used it for however many hours, you know, hundred hours or so that I put in since then. But yeah. like, it's, I've gotten enjoyment out of well, it. Well, and that's the thing, like, you know, with destiny is like, well, even if I, I mean, if I, if I decide to go after an item in this random environment with like the currency dropping, and I and I could say, I could put a cap on it and say, hey, I'm going to drop thirty bucks into it. But what if I don't get what I want? Then I spent thirty bucks on literally nothing. Yeah, and then uh, you and that also feels awful. It does. It does. It does leave a bad taste in your mouth. It also like not having drop rates on games. Like you know, obviously, like I think Overwatch. Like one of the things like about Overwatch, yeah. like their loot box is doing it really well is because they put the drop rates on there. We're like, yeah. hey, if you want the skin, it's almost impossible to get. <laughs> um, and but like with Destiny, it's like there's no telling like how much how how many times you'll have to hit the bright dust or like whatever in order to get the item that you want. Yeah. So it's uh, it's definitely it my my perspective on free to play and perspective on free to play with microtransactions has definitely shifted from a definitely negative viewpoint on it to a like at the very least I'm like I'll give it a chance. Yeah. You know sounds interesting. I'll give it yeah. a chance. Like I'm I'm there. I'm it, it's it's neither positive where I'm like ah every free to play game is good. Oh yeah, no, you know? I'm, and, no I'm not saying that at all. But it's also like not still back here in the negative where I'm like right. pretty much every free to play game is bad, well, you like, know. Well, and it went from like the majority of like whenever you thought of free to play, you thought well that's very just like anti-consumer, it's yeah. just, there's some money grab to like it feels like like I mean, Epic. You now they listen to their fan base. I mean, uh, let's talk about the the emote, the um, 
Oh the yeah, orange shirt emote, dude. The orange shirt kid. Yeah, they had the uh, they had the the dance off contest like on social media uh, back in March, right? And so yeah. the uh, th- they had people send in videos of themselves dancing, and then like the winner, whichever one they liked the most or yeah. whatever, um, Epic liked the most, they would put into the game. And so over the course of that thing, a, a kid's dance, he had an orange shirt on and he's like doing this. He's like, he's like, oh man, it's like, a crazy dance. He's like, it's like, man, I'll, I, I would, uh, what do you say? Like, I would crap my pants if this ended up in, in, uh, in Fortnite. Yeah. So he's like a super charming kid. And then at the end of it, he was, he was like, he's like, ah, oh. he's, he's out, out of breath. breath. And he's like, it would work as a good exercise too. Yeah. You know? And it's like, this is amazing. <laughs> Side note. It went viral, and then like that dance also like there's a video where that his dance puts to any song, yeah, like put on beat with any song, and it works. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, so like and then, and then Epic like no, seeing that, so they made the other emote. Yeah, like, the person won. somebody else won, and the internet was like, "No, orange shirt kid should have won." Oh no! You so know? what do they do instead of buckling down and be like, "Too bad." They put him in the new battle pass. <laughs> yeah. And he's like tier like, I don't know, twenty six or something like that. Yeah. And you get that dance. And <laughs> sure, I have to buy the battle pass to get it. Yeah. But I'll gladly do that because they listen to the community. Because <laughs> Orange Shirt Kid is Orange in there. Shirt Kids. I mean he, they let they let they I mean it's Which by the way, that he changed his Twitter name. You know how you change your Twitter name or <laughs> he changed it to Orange Shirt Kid. Yes. That's amazing. <laughs> Uh, you know what I mean? Like, I will gladly pay money for something like that to a developer who's listening to their fan base, communicating with us on a weekly, sometimes daily basis via (laughs) Twitter. And like, and they post stuff on Reddit, like they're in Reddit. Mm -hmm. I I don't, I don't remember the last time I saw a Bungie post in Reddit responding to people. They've been in there more frequently in the past, like couple of weeks, apparently. That's what I've heard. And, uh, and supposedly like, Oh man, this is the first time they post or they've gone into Reddit ever, you know, or whatever. (laughs) Like, and so like, it's like, Oh man, this is new, you know? And this is the, the live team that we talked about taking over back in December or something like that. So it's good. It's good. It's taken them time. It's taken them too long to get in there though. Like I think, you know, there's, there's a definitely, I'm not saying that they've reached this point, but there is definitely a point where, it's it's too late you know yeah. for 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 to communicate well with your fans it's like man we've we tr- we trusted you or we we let you um tell us oh man we're going to communicate better with you in the future we're going to communicate better with you in the future and if you say that enough though it becomes this like man are you really though yeah i mean when's the future get here yeah and so i'm at some point it's 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 too late and so i just wonder if it's too late destiny's one of my favorite games destiny yeah. destiny's lore and the story is like sure. some of my favorite stuff so like i really don't want it to be too late. like i yeah. want to know what's coming up next and i want to want to be there for it yeah and i'm not saying this is more, less of a bash on bungie and more of a this is how you do free to play right yeah this is what is changing this is changing the game in my mind See, this is a um almost like a just like everyone's gonna look back at Fortnite and be like that's when the game changed like you can no longer be a developer in yeah. this world and not communicate with your fans not like when, with a live game when we can we can literally talk talk directly at we know you're seeing us hearing us when we tweet at you post on reddit all the stuff we know you're reading this stuff we know you can see it and you don't say anything that 
that time's over. You it, can't do that. It definitely feels like it's a paradigm shift as far as like ongoing live games go. And it's and it's something that, you know, we've talked about. Oh man, it's it's great how like Treyarch has like uh, done these like changes on the fly in the in the past and that sort of thing. But it's like the, this feels even deeper than that. And it feels yeah. like the you know, hey, that was a a nice to have at the time, right? Yeah. But it almost feels like this is a need to have now. Like in 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 2018 with the where where we are in video games yeah. and on on games as a service you you can't afford to not communicate well yeah and the other thing like i don't think that they've sacrificed surprises like surprise and delight kind of things you know because yeah. they had the the comet mystery and like they didn't release any details about season four until season four was here yeah you know like that they, was new yeah that was brand new like you know last time we knew the battle pass stuff like weeks beforehand you know and so like uh it's not saying you still can't have surprises up your sleeve and like um, develop some cool things like because you want to do that as a developer. You know, you want to surprise your fans. You don't want to have to give everything away. Um, I know that like it, it's but there's a huge difference between you know, like I think even after when Bungie kind of, you know, opened their eyes was like, oh, crap, we need to talk to people more like they made like they tried. They went on a podcast, Bungie podcast and explained like. Well, the reason we don't tell you what we're working on is because, well, what if we can't deliver on that? Or what if we can't deliver on it in the timeline we initially think? And like, okay, cool. That's completely opposite of Bungie putting a Trello board up there with all the th- – or not Bungie, uh, with Epic putting a, a Trello board up there. Mm-hmm. Those are things that they admit they may not never get to or like whenever they try, they may not pan out. Yeah. But where it's we, like, hey, man, we, we tried to add the uh, the jetpacks. We were like a week away from adding yeah, the jetpacks. Th- then we happens. figured out they are broken. That happened. <laughs> but like the, what they do, they communicated with us and everyone's yeah. fine with it. And nobody yeah, nobody really got like super upset about it. I'm no sure one. So, okay, I'm sure someone yeah, out there on the internet but, I mean, got upset about it's it. It's going to be a minor like thing. Right. Like, oh, man, I can't believe. But, but yeah. That's the extent of it. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't turn into a PR nightmare. Yeah, exactly. You know, and, it's, and it doesn't turn into people being like, "Oh man, because you didn't add X Y Z jetpacks, like I'm not playing the game again." <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's yeah. It's it's a uh, it's definitely a, a interesting thing to watch happen as as someone who is really like. I play games and returned to games for like online stuff for basically games as service. Um, and like where with like call of duty, I would say like call of duty was doing the games as service model via DLC long before anybody else really was. Yeah. And, uh, and so like the games as service model is kind of where I came back to, to video games from. And I mean, it's interesting to see this, this develop into, you know, into a genre that I, I know pretty darn well and love. Yeah. So, I mean, the thing is like, I mean, I think like, you know, it's, I'm kind of surprised it's taken this long to get to a point where developers communicating like this. And I'm hoping that other people like really take note. Like, and the reason I'm surprised is like, I mean, we've for years, you know, we used to have, you know, there's Nintendo power magazine mm-hmm. and the PlayStation magazine. Yeah. And there was Dreamcast magazine. Like we love behind the scenes stuff. We love like diving deep. There's all these podcasts, all these websites, yeah. uh, all this even thing. if it does feel like you're sort of trying to sell us on these things, you sure. know, we're, we're, we just, yeah, we just like, I'm down it with all. it, you know? Uh, yeah, for sure. Exactly. Um, like, and so it's, it's kind of surprising me that someone has, it's taken this long for someone to be like, yeah, it's true. you know, more information. They really want that. Yeah. <laughs> let's just give it to them. Well, and then, it, yeah. And the fact that it's like, the fact that like, oh, let's actually give the consumer what they are, what they yeah. are looking for. Um, 
and it's happened on smaller <laughs> scales before, like with smaller, smaller teams, smaller games, right? So for like a small game like Rocket League or something like that, yeah, it's like, yeah. oh, that team communicates really, yeah. really well. Um, but it's a small team and it's a smaller game. Whereas something on the scope of, of Fortnite, where it's like, this is epic. This is epic games. Like they are one of the largest video game companies out there. And for them to, to take their, their massive kind of team and, and development and to open that up, open the doors, blow open the doors on it and be like, hey, here we go. Here's what we're working on. And some of it may not yeah. work. Yeah, I mean, I don't think they're one of the biggest devs. Like, they definitely like you know they work. They have a huge, a, a big team working on Unreal Engine, right? Um, and and continually upgrading and optimizing that. But I mean, you wouldn't see even on like a mid tier or like a uh, like Activision, for instance. Like, you wouldn't see like Activision any almost any of Activision's. Like, we haven't seen their oh, developers. Yeah, or, I, well, that, that's what I'm saying. I think it took like a sm- a smaller studio that has less to lose. Hmm. Um, like development. Yeah, yeah, okay. Like, that makes sense. like they have less to lose on Fortnite. Yeah. You know, by being real open about it well, which, than Activision on, does on Call of Duty. Yeah, we can talk about that at some point. Or, but like the whole Fortnite changing from being this horde mode yeah. into into the Battle Royale thing and, and really almost being, I don't know, it's still early access. Like it never officially released, but it was really not even a part of the conversation a year ago. Oh, no. And then for it to turn around and be now the biggest game is very interesting. It's in insane. And like, and I think like that's what makes me like indie games, quote unquote. Is just like, uh, I feel like that's where a lot of the risks are taken these days. That's yeah. where a lot of like, it's true. I mean, you think about things like Overcooked, you know? Yeah. Like, there's nothing else like that out there. Yeah. Or even things that there are so fly, like uh, Steam World Dig and Steam World Dig mm-hmm. too. Like that that developer, like, I mean they do the, what they do really, really well. And yeah. like very like risk oriented kind of things where it's yeah. like, Oh, we're going to put out a Metroidvania. That's like, you're digging gone it's, home. It's like, what? Like, like spawn this whole entire genre of games. Yeah. The walking sim. It's like, it's the Holy cow. And this like is... Fortnite was, or not Fortnite. Uh, Firewatch was one of my favorite games of couple like Campo Santo. Like, yeah, I don't know. You know, like I, th- I think it's, it's, it's interesting you know, just to see these smaller studios and the like, the things that win, and I, and they're smaller studios that do things that don't win. No. You know, you look something like uh, Lawbreakers, <laughs> um, Cliff, Cliff Blazinski's uh, latest game with his smaller studio. Like some things don't hit, but again, like those are those are still chances that the bigger studios would not have taken. Yeah. And there's still, I mean, Lawbreakers in and of itself, like it's still a really unique mechanic of like the gravity yeah. and things like that. And I'm sure somebody will grab it and do something like, you know, emulate something and it'll turn into something that's better, you know? Yeah. Like, I mean, you even look at something like Cuphead or something like that. It's like yeah. that game did like it, they took massive chances on that. And it's like, it yeah. didn't have to pan out for it to be still a really cool, unique game. Like, yeah. I mean, so a lot of the indie games that don't actually hit, it's like, they can still have really good, yeah. good games and good concepts on their hands. But it's like, they're, that's like you said, that's where the risks are being taken. Yeah. Where it's like, we're going to do something that you haven't seen before. Yeah. And I think like, you know, I think about the reason, you know, you can compare it to something like, um, compared to something like music where it's like, you know, you think about, uh, without getting too far down this rabbit trail, but something like um, the Beatles, where it's like, okay, they are young. They have less to lose whenever they're making this music. Um, They have this, like, it's more pure. It's coming from, like, their own, like, this is what we want to make Mm -hmm. versus what everyone else is telling us. Because you think about, well, what are all the levels of approvals that something that Activision have to go through before it gets out the door versus someplace like like, um, Campo Santo? Yeah. You know? 
they can make what they feel is right rather than going through all the filters of mm-hmm. all these different opinions inside this corporate structure. Um, and sometimes I think that like that just that purity of like this is our vision, yeah, is stronger and better than how can we appeal to the masses? Yeah. Every person love us. Yeah. Well, and even at that, like it, it's interesting the that comparison of like okay so once you get past the point of like even even if you're like an artist or or a uh, a develop developer that will do something where it's like oh we had uh, a big hit on our hands like lots of people loved it mm-hmm. and then like even if they're gigantic sometimes they'll then turn around and like put out something like with like rockstar or something like that they'll take like a, t- a chance on something like table tennis you know, or something yeah. like that, where it's like, man, this is this is something that is ridiculous. It's like this is not this is not what we expected, but like, okay, cool, you're playing around with physics engines and like stuff like that. And so it's interesting to see like somebody who's gigantic, then or even like on the music side of things, like a, an artist that hit really big and like a really wide audience, and then you know turn around, change styles, like somebody like John Mayer, where it's like I've made yeah. I've yeah. made money for sure. You know, I don't need the money anymore, and I don't need yeah. the approval and the whatever. Like, let me just let me change styles all of a sudden on yeah and and put out something that's that's unique and and from the heart and that sort of thing too so like there are there are definitely stories on on the side of things where it's like oh i went broad and then i went narrow yeah well and then like i think like a great example of of you know something that you know kind of like Fortnite that changes the game is something like it's my like lord who like she writes this album when she's 15 years old and it completely changes the way that people are approach like pop music for the next few years like and again, that's just somebody has a vision, executes on it, does it really well, mm-hmm. and then it kind of proliferates out into the the industry. Yeah, like I feel like that's what's happening. I mean, we'll see what happens like this fall with f- we've said this uh, multiple times. <laughs> we'll see what happens whenever the Fortnite clones and all this kind of stuff, you know, like <laughs> yeah. battle royales all come out, dude. Every game, <laughs> yeah. But like, name I'm a gonna, game. It's got battle like royale. The, thing, the, pro- the problem is Spider Man battle royale. The problem is the bars up here, man. Like it's not like the bars way down here. Yeah, the well, bars here. And at that, like, I think about some of these other uh, other times that genres or like these, uh, like if you think about like rhythm games, like rhythm games became like had these big ones mm-hmm. and then they branched yeah. out a lot, but then they def- like distilled back down to the original like two yeah yeah and so i think that that may end up happening where i don't see Fortnite or or PUBG going anywhere anytime soon for sure oh yeah for sure but at the same time like we may see a lot of them like pop up but then you know five years from now we may be looking at just only two again so mm-hmm. i don't know we'll we'll see what happens and if it pulls anybody away from those games yeah. for you know your call of duties to have yeah. a battle royale i don't know i'm just like right now i'm just enjoying like seeing and experiencing uh, Fortnite and yeah. the development around it, the process around it, like it's just un- unlike anything I've ever experienced. Agreed. It's a good discussion. It was. It was. I, I enjoyed it, man. It was way longer than I anticipated. <laughs> yeah, me I too. How, I don't even know how long this uh, episode is. We, we like branched off into a lot of different <laughs> spots there. Um, yeah. So next week. We were reviewing Deadpool 2. Deadpool 2. I'm actually really pumped about this. Very excited. I'm also um, excited to see what it's like having Josh Brolin as another villain. I want to have more action in this one than the first one. Like, I would agree with that. Um, that's what I want out of this movie. I could deal with like more action. 
I don't need big set pieces like in the first movie. You know, like the the last like the boss battle wasn't this like big shipyard. Like who cares? Yeah, I mean that's where it descended back into like standard superhero kind of yeah, fare. Yeah, uh, The first half of that movie is more the action that I'm talking about, like yes. on the freeway. Yep, the <laughs> you know? freeway is amazing. Like oh man, if we have if we have more uh, scenes that are akin to the freeway, I'm all in. Agreed. Like you're breaking the fourth wall there. It's like yep. it's it's this like. Whenever they go to slow mo, they make jokes about it. It's it, yeah. it was just a fun time. Yeah, I agreed. Um, you can find us online at stayintargetpodcast.com on Twitter at Chris Wright two five zero and John Wright seven 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 and always online at stayintargetpodcast.com. Please go to your podcast service of choice, review us, tell your friends about us. We really appreciate it. That's it for this week. We'll see you next time live. Live? Not live. Oh. But we'll be like, it'll be real time. Like, as in like. We'll th- record it and then it'll go up. Not a pre-recorded not like pre-recorded. a week beforehand. Yeah. Yeah. So if if by live you mean mere hours. Uh-huh. I don't know. Because somebody could listen to this a week or two from whenever we post. It's fine. I don't, know. don't worry about it. <laughs> the word live. I don't know. I don't know what it means anymore, man. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you go. Well, I don't <laughs> podcast (laughs) we'll see you next time on stay Stay on on target. target